Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Joining me today is Miss Ashley Coble. Ashley's from the Sterling, Illinois area. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Thank you so much for being with me and just agreeing to, to join us for the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to have you, friend. So, so tell the ladies a little bit about Ashley. I grew up in uh, Colorado and Georgia, and then we moved back here because my dad retired out of the military, and I got my teaching degree for elementary education at Western Illinois University, and I've been attending Emmanuel Baptist Church since I was 10 years old, so about 21 years or so. (laughs) So you've got your elementary education degree. Um, Now, I know, but the ladies don't know, what did that look like? What was your career of teaching like? Because you're not old, Ashley. You're Um, a very young woman leader. Actually, I only taught for a year. Um, I did my teaching for a year. I taught 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Um, And I haven't been teaching since 2013 in the public schools or anything. I I do a lot of the teaching of the children at my church. And then I also lead the youth at the church. So that's how I use my teaching background. So can I just ask, because I know the ladies are going to wonder, um, why why aren't you out in the public schools right now or teaching? God has called me other ways. I've taken care of people in the past. So he has led me in one direction. And so I always wanted to be an elementary school teacher. So, but that wasn't, I mean, I don't know if it was fully God's plan. So I've uh-huh. been using the teaching though in the church and I've really enjoyed it that way. That's that's where I want to go with our conversation because that's the Ashley mm-hmm. that I've got to know. There's nothing lazy about Ashley, and you know <laughs> you, you don't you don't waste any time. And you're right, you are so involved in the church, and you just you pour so much of your life into the children, to the students, and really to to everybody there at the church. I mean, you're hands on. So it's not that this degree is not being utilized, but like you said, it's mm-hmm. been almost like it's been redirected. Tell the ladies, listen, a little bit about the church. How big is Emmanuel? Um, Emmanuel is is a small church. We have roughly 15 to 20 people on a Sunday morning. And we don't usually have a lot of children that come to church on a Sunday or during the week. We usually get them involved in our kids' activities that we have. So. So it's a smaller church, but we have a lot going on, though, for being a small church. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So go ahead, Ashley. I want to know what are those other activities? Because that's what I'm saying. You are always surrounded by kids and students. And and I want I, I want to share that with our audience because your church is very community um, oriented. You do a lot of community outreach and, uh, and you're hands on with a whole lot of that. And I've watched a young woman leader sacrifice, you know, but willingly hear me say that your life pour it out in that role, you know, to, to be present and involved in the children's life in the community. So give us an example of some of the things that you're doing on an ongoing basis for those kids to show up. Well, everything right now was pre-COVID kind of, because uh-huh. with COVID, we've had to put stuff a little, change it around and be flexible. But we normally um, 
September through May, we have a Saturday kids club once a month for grades kindergarten through sixth grade. And usually it's for a couple hours one Saturday. And we try to make it mission oriented. So we were having the children one month, they'd go to the nursing home or the retirement homes. And when Operation Christmas Child comes around, we'd pack shoe boxes with the residents and at the nursing home and the retirement homes. And then we also have the children taking up offering for, usually we let them give an idea of what they want, but we try to do like we've done the Baptist children's home. We've done camp. They've collected for the Operation Christmas Child sh shoebox shipping. And I think we let them give them a couple options sometimes. So we usually do mission that way. Then we have our vacation Bible school in the summertime. And we were doing um, Children's Missions Day in March. And this year they changed it to Month on Mission. So we're excited this year. So we're excited to be doing Month on Mission in June. And then for our youth, because we also have youth, we, um, along the same lines, we have a youth night once a month. And we would also try to get them to go into the nursing home and play, play cards or something with the residents. Usually we do a lock-in in the summertime, and then we do awesome for the teenage girls. So so we try to get them doing the missions also. And, and I think that's what I see out of you. Okay, you're coming from a smaller church, and that's many of us across the state. But I, but you're always so full of energy, and, and you, you come to the table teachable. You know, it doesn't matter what table. You come teachable. You obviously have a heart for Christ. You love him. You want to serve him. And you're willing to bring people with you. And that's what I see you do over and over and over. And if there's a gap when it comes to the children and students and really the ladies, too, you know, you fill in um, that gap. And it's never poor me, poor Ashley. It's like man, I'm, like, I'm, I'm here. I'm showing up and I'm bringing my I'm bringing my very best. And you invest in whoever God has put in front of you at that moment. And friend, I celebrate that. And I see that consistently out of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, all, it's all through Christ. He's the one that gives me the energy. So There's yeah. Ashley. That Keep would be going. what you would say for sure. Um, I was listening yeah. to a podcast the other day, um, ladies, and, and um, I think it was Christina Kane podcast, I think. But um, she made the comment that somebody said, man, how do you keep going? And, you know, and she quoted the verse, you know, that that God will renew the, your strength, you know, and, though you know, he'll raise you up like on eagle's wings. And and kind of like what you just said, Ashley, in her life, she was saying she thinks that's what gives her energy, you know, to be able to be involved because God is the one that keeps renewing it for her. Not that she doesn't have times of rest. And, you know, ladies, if you're listening. Right. I'm hoping that you're encouraged by this because I know a lot of you, um, you feel like you got a hand in every cookie jar. You know, it's like if it's going to get done, we're going to be involved in it. And I know that can be discouraging sometimes. But, you know, I just want you to know, man, somebody out there is at the other end of where you're extending the hand. And, you know, for for that child or for that student, we say thank you. And and we're hoping that's why I wanted Ashley to come on today and be our guest, just hoping to speak some encouragement into you. Um, because like I said, Ashley, it can get lonely. It can get lonely. I watch you pull in support too. you surround yourself with other strong um, believers um, mm -hmm. that, that you guys do that you do life with. 
So let me ask you this, because on our podcast, Ashley, we're always saying we're just ordinary women with an extraordinary God. You know, just we're just common. There's nothing special about us. But boy, there's something special about our God. How do you talk to the ladies? What does discipleship for Ashley look like? What does your time with God look like that you you um, are diligent about being a disciple of Jesus before you're worried about making disciples? So I, I always start my morning with my devotion, whichever book I'm going through. Um, right now I've been going through Timothy and Titus. So I just start in the mornings when I get up, even, you know, sometimes it's hard cause you're like half asleep, but I always start with my Bible reading and prayer and it really helps my day to go smoothly. Cause I know if I miss that, it's, it seems like everything's just chaotic or out of the ordinary, like not like a normal day. So mm-hmm. that's usually how I do that. And throughout the day, um, I'll pray and I usually get on Facebook and see um, which one of my friends or so might need prayer for something that they're going through or a loved one that I have. And so I just pray for them daily. So it's a constant daily time with um, Jesus. Because if I if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be able to give my um, my whole percentage of helping everyone and to share the missions out in the community. Well, I just want you to know it's evident in your life that you spend time with Jesus. Well, let me take what you said and let me pivot us. okay? when do you think you got a heart for the world? When did when do you think missions come to life in your in your life? I think it would have to be, um, which I was always helping with some of the missions, but I think within the last five or six, maybe even seven years, it just like really God was like pulling on my heart. And so we started the children's kids club and stuff and started, we didn't fully start incorporating the missions like we do now. It's gradually because it was a learning process Mm -hmm. starting something. So I would say it would probably have been about six six or seven years ago. Um, Gotcha. And so I never, I never would have thought um, before that, even 10 years ago, that I would be leading children and youth and helping with the ladies in the church either. I would have never seen that. So God works wonders. It's all his plan. When God gets involved. And, you know, you say five, six, maybe seven years. That'd be about the the time when I first met in Ashley. Yeah. And and that's what's been interesting as I get to be on the sideline cheering you on and watching, watching you come out of that shell, watching you grow, watching you be intentional to to um, get training and equipping, you know, to to put more tools in your toolbox. And, And like I said, you've already got the education degree. You're, you're you're just so teachable and and just that mission's heart. And Ashley, I know last year with COVID, we had to pivot Children's Missions Day, um, so we didn't have our sites. But that didn't stop you. No, mm-hmm. no, we. Uh, one of the ladies um, that was one of my friends from a different church. She had said, "What if we do do it where they earn shirts?" And I was like, "Okay, let's go with that." So we were thinking of ways, and we. Ended up doing it in August, giving the children a couple weeks, and we told them that they could do their mission with their family, whichever mission they wanted to do, and they had to send me pictures and explain to me what their mission was, and they would earn their t-shirt for Children's Missions Day. So we had some, one family did um, appreciation baskets for the fire department and the police station. One of them was helping the 
the people live on a farm and the children were helping their mom with daily chores because she had had surgery. And then we had the, those really bad storms. So there was, the children were able to do cleanup of the tree limbs and stuff that from that, cause it was pretty, there was a lot of trees down from that and branches. And then uh, one little girl, she made fleece tie knot blankets. And we're going to actually, we decided we're going to take those to hospice this month. So we were trying to figure out what we were going to do with those. Mm-hmm. So we had that. And then one of the girls, I helped her because it was my niece. We painted the youth room at the church because she wanted to paint. So we painted mm-hmm. it orange. So mm-hmm. we got the That's youth room painted. That, that's mm-hmm. who you are. You're just, you're not low key. You're just, yeah. you're just mellow, you know, and you, yeah. just, you meet the kid where they're at. You also meet mm-hmm. life where it's at, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I know that's because you're spending that time with God, you know, that you're, you don't get so caught up in it. Like, like a lot of people do, you know, you just seem to roll with the flow, but mm-hmm. you don't just roll with it. You, you sort of step in there and engage it and you turn it into an opportunity and you continue to do that. And Ashley, I continue to hear your name as I go to different circles. It's like, Carmen, have you met Carmen? Do you know her, Carmen? And I'm like, yep, would her last name be Coldwell? Um, so let, let me ask you this. Um, I know, like I said, when you come, you bring people with you. So even when mm-hmm. you come for training or equipping, your goal is always, who can I have in the car? You know, who am I bringing? Right, who am yeah. I bringing? So are you intentional to always be pouring into somebody or does that just happen? Are you always looking around to see who's God's put in your arena and try to pull them in? I kind of look around, but I think it always just happens too. He puts the right people at the right place um, uh-huh. for those. So like when we've gone to priority and then... Um, we've gone to the women's leaderships. So yeah, I think he just put certain people in place Mm -hmm. and yeah. I want to know something, Ashley, do you have a passport? No, I do not. I've never left the country. (laughs) We may have your next step for your friends. (laughs) It may be time to get a passport in your hands and and, and come with us for that next step, Ashley. What do you think? That's the second time I've heard that. So there you go. There you go. There, ladies, if you're listening, this is just such a simple conversation of doing everyday life. But don't miss the fact. Pay attention to what God's doing in your immediate circle. Take opportunities as he's bringing it. Doesn't mean you have to commit your whole life to it, right? You commit your life to Jesus and you expect him to change the way he works and and the areas that he takes you. Look around. Who's God put there? Who can you bring along with you? You don't, it's not hard to create it. You don't have to have this real robust program, but who are you making time for? But always realize that God is going to be putting somebody in your life too, ladies, that's going to be inviting you along, right? There's always somebody a few steps ahead of us, as well as somebody a few steps behind us. And that's the beauty of discipleship. I love it. Love it. Um, does your church take discipleship serious, Ashley? Yes, we do. We actually, um, a few years ago, we had the discipleship class. Well, like the groups, the small uh-huh. groups. It was spiritual growth was the one and the uh, I can't think uh-huh. of the other one. Uh-huh. But we went, I went through that. So mm-hmm. I think that really helped me too to grow stronger in my yeah. faith and my daily devotions. 
Absolutely. You know, I'm coming fresh off of an awesome camp weekend with girls. And that's Mm -hmm. what we focused on with spiritual disciplines. And, you know, ladies, Mm -hmm. again, if you're listening, listen to what Ashley said. Sometimes we hear the word discipleship, but it doesn't look like anything to us. It's just a word. Or we Mm -hmm. think, okay, it's studying Bibles. What we have to realize is just like we get in our car to go to the grocery store, the car is the vehicle to get us to the store, but our goal is the store, right? And it's really not even the store, it's the food that we're trying to get at the store. And what we have to realize, ladies, if we want that intimate relationship with Jesus, if we want to hear him, we want to see him, we want to look more like him, we will start to look like what we love. And when we fall more in love with Jesus, we're going to spend time with him. And we have to realize that's the only way that we're going to start looking like him. And that comes through spiritual discipline, spending time with him in a Bible, learning how to study that Bible, spending time in prayer, spending time in worship, you know, and learning what worship looks like. It's not just listening to music, right, Ashley? It could be while you're coming right. up to three dogs or taking a walk <laughs> yeah. or planting those flowers I saw you plant, you know, as you got your yeah. yard all worked up last spring. So. So naturally, Mm -hmm. Ashley, the next step would be for this older woman, me, who's a few steps ahead of you to say, get a passport. Say that that heart's been a stir in five, six. I'm looking at my notes. You said five, six, seven years ago. The world's getting ready to open back up, Ashley. And you're Mm -hmm. pretty doggone close to an airport. Not too far from one. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And just because I know a little bit about your church and the community and some of your associational work and, and how God's using you. You do have some international people groups in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, there you go. Where's that confident Ashley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell. I know you well enough to know she's already pondering. You're already sitting there thinking, hmm, is this the year? Mm, is there? Because that's how you pick. You just, an invitation comes, yeah. you're looking for God's hand in it. And I love that. Absolutely love that about you, friend. That's good. That's good. So, ladies, if you're listening, um, you know, we've, we've had several people um, on our podcast the last few weeks, again, ordinary women serving an extraordinary God. But listen to the trend as, as, as women have maybe studied one thing, you know, started a career in one area, and then God has just called them differently and out of faith, out of faith, not knowing what it's going to look like, not knowing now what it looks like. They've made the adjustment to their lives to say, God, whatever it is, I'm in it. Whatever you're asking, it's a yes for me that's put on the table. Just like Ashley is you know, saying that's part of her story. Ladies, that can be part of our story and it should be part of our story because that's what it looks like to abide. That's what it looks like to be obedient to Jesus. But, you know, sometimes, Ashley, I think we get um, this this um, movie. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the script playing in our mind. You know, and we think we ordered our lives and sometimes it's really hard and for us to readjust. And can I just say this? It's not as hard for you younger women, Ashley, as it is for my generation. Um, there's just something about it. You got you guys will pivot and you don't seem to be too concerned about it. And I mean that as a compliment to you. And sometimes for my generations, it's harder. I don't want to say it's scarier because it's the same risk. But it's it, but it's just, it just seems to be a harder pivot to pivot out of that career, or what we trained for or, or whatever. And and that's why I've been inviting a lot of you young women leaders in lately to hear your stories and to share your stories, um, because I think there's something that the Carmens can learn. Because um, I know God pivoted my life and um, it's hard. Can I just say it, it's scary, ladies, I, if you're there and coming out of covid, maybe God's calling you to something different. 
maybe the landscape just changed so drastically that you think I can't step back into my life the way it was because it doesn't exist anymore. That may be um, a relationship gone. That may be a job gone. That may be a zip code gone, you know, that you've had to, I've met many people that's had to actually do physical moves, you know, over the last few months because of different circumstances. But ladies, if that's you, be encouraged. God sees you. He loves you. He's got a plan for you. And this is a great place for me to put the reminder. He does not expect you to do it alone. You know, that's what we're here for. You know, Ashley, that's why we're excited about the Illinois Baptist women community because we're friends, you know, we're sisters, we share resources, we call when we need something. So ladies, if you're not connected with us, you know, follow us. You can connect through um, Facebook at um, Illinois Baptist Women. You can follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check out our website at ibsa.org backslash women. But we want you to come and be part of us so that you don't feel stranded or isolated. That's what the enemy would want. But we're much stronger together. Um, Ashley, you utilize a lot of those resources. And again, and you, you, you'll find out what's going on, what's on the radar. And you don't feel like you have to get involved in everything. You set and find what fits you. Um, you'll also call, you know, when you need certain resources, um, whether you know we have it or think we have it or not. You've been involved in the community, the, the Illinois Baptist Women community. You're definitely a friend of IBSA. What would you say to, to a, a woman that's listening that um, what, what would you say to them as far as why why they could benefit from being part of the community? Well, like you said, we're ordinary women and there is so much that Illinois Baptist women has to offer between the Women's Priority Conference and all the resources you guys give and you're always there, Carmen, to send an email to. And if you don't have the answer, you point us to the right direction. It's just, it's good to have that group of ladies that you know you can connect with and share life with and ask questions if you need them because they might have the answer or know someone who does have the answer. So I would, I would really recommend the ladies to be involved in Facebook or Instagram. Because I have both on mine, and it's nice to see the prayer prayer requests and the, the daily verses and stuff that's put on for the Illinois Baptist women. I appreciate that, Ashley. I appreciate that. Because, ladies, you may be like Ashley. Like I said, a lot of us come out of smaller churches. We may do different roles, and those may pivot real quick. And I may need just somebody to help me. To, to go work with children, to go work with students, or can I say sometimes it even gets a little more complicated. Maybe that person, God's brought that person um, into my church that um, has an incarcerated family member, or, you know, there might be a special issue that's going there, a woman, you know, that, that's walking through a separation or dealing with anxiety. Those are resources that we can help you with because it, God, God lives in us, right, Ashley, the Holy Spirit. And if he's going to bring somebody into our church, then he's putting them there in our pathway to influence them. And this is where we can get discouraged sometimes when we feel like we're on our own, but we're not. That's where God's church with that larger C says, man, how do we work together to encourage each other? But also what Ephesians 4.12, you know, we equip the saints to do the work of the church. That's us. That's us. So so we want to we want to be doing it together. So Ashley, friend, thank you so much for joining us. Um, oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, girl, it's a I pleasure. It. Again, if you're not connected, connect with us. 
Um, we all are just ordinary women. We want to hear your stories too. So invite somebody to join us, you know, following us on the podcast as we listen to stories of Illinois Baptist women across the state, because our goal is to elevate and to platform an extraordinary God for people in our communities that just don't know him yet. So um, we hope you have a good rest of the day and I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.